the author of The Good Night and God Bless Guidebooks, joins us now to take your calls at 877-333-RICK. Trish Clark has discovered that booking a room at a convent or monastery in Italy or in many parts of the world might just be the answer for finding comfort on a budget in some of the most prime locations. Trish, thanks for being here. Thank you, Rick. Now, Trish, tell us how you got into finding and listing monasteries and convents for travelers. Well, it happened some decades ago, actually, and I was at the end of a working holiday in London, and I decided to spend a week in Rome on my way back home to Australia. I planned to to really let my hair down, to have lots of fun, go out at night, see all the sights. But when I arrived at the hostel that I'd planned to stay in, much to my disappointment, I was told that they were completely booked out. However, I think fearing that I was about to burst into a flood of tears, the manager told me not to worry and that he would ring the convent up the road. Well, Rick, I can tell you, I was very worried because I hadn't long left school and having been taught by nuns, the last thing I wanted to do was to spend any part of my holiday with them. However, I didn't have any money and so therefore I I couldn't afford a hotel, so I had no choice at all and I soon found myself wandering up the Via Sistina, wandering up the hill to this wretched convent and I was imagining all sorts of terrible things, that there were going to be rigid rules, that I'd have to be up at six in the morning to attend Mass And uh, I'd forgotten the words to grace before meals years ago, so I was very concerned when I found myself at the front door. Anyway, I took a couple of deep breaths and pressed the buzzer, and uh, before I could change my mind, the door sprung open, and I ventured inside, and I noticed that I was in a very airy, marble-tiled foyer, black and white tiles on the floor, and there was a lovely, wide, grand marble staircase leading upstairs, And on the left-hand side was a reception area. And I remember seeing a very, very large typewriter behind which sat a very, very old nun. And thank goodness she smiled. And uh, I started to feel better immediately. Now, she didn't speak a word of English and I didn't speak a word of Italian, of course, but we managed and it wasn't long before I had the key to my room in my pocket. So I walked upstairs, got to my room, opened the door, and again I I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, the room was only small, but it seemed to have everything I needed, and it was absolutely spotlessly clean. And uh, the next morning I I was woken by the sound of the most beautiful music, and I realised that it was coming from the chapel and the nuns were singing hymns during morning mass. It was really strange. I found myself quite enjoying this experience. And uh, at the end of the week, I was really sorry to leave. But I found myself seeking out these places whenever I traveled overseas. <laughs> now, when you're thinking about uh, various destinations around Rome, first of all, when you want to go to a convent or a monastery, do you need to be a Christian? Or if you're not a Christian, are you going to feel awkward? No. No one, even, no one ever asks. No one asks what religion you are. I mean... You're just somebody who wants a room for the night and they're offering the hospitality and you pay the money and okay. everyone's happy. And what what sort of restrictions or limits or concerns are there beyond just the normal etiquette and rules when you're staying in a hotel? Well, approach it as though you're staying in someone's home, then you couldn't go wrong. Right. It's not like a... Don't treat it like a hotel. It's not a hotel and it's it's also not church camp either. No, just be respectful. Be respectful. All right. Now, if you want to embrace the culture, what are some examples in Italy where if you wanted to worship with the order that's there, are you welcome to? I know a lot of these places have a beautiful chapel built right into the accommodations. 
Yes, they all do, Rick. I, I've never been to a convent guest house where there hasn't been a, ha- a chapel handy, and guests are very welcome to join in the church services or, or pray with the nuns. Uh-huh. Uh, there's no problem at all, but again, it's optional, and there's no pressure put on anybody to do so. Trish, if you're thinking about a great experience in the sense of a convent or a monastery in Florence, what is one that comes to mind? Well, there's a lovely, lovely monastery run by two very beautiful Oblate sisters. It's called the Sanctuary B&B. The accommodation is terrific. All the rooms are large, nicely furnished, ensuite bathrooms. It's in a terrific location in the Borgo Pinti, and just, you know, 100 yards from the Duomo. You couldn't be in a better area. And the nuns are just so incredibly friendly, and they, they really take their hospitality duty seriously, and they make sure that all the guests are comfortable. But the other good thing about this place is that it's got the most amazing, spacious garden at the back quite unusual, I think, for something so close to the centre of of a major town. But it's a lovely convent, and the sisters also have a a similar convent in Sorrento down in Campania. I remember I booked in here very late one night, and uh, the next morning when I woke up, I opened the double doors onto the balcony, and I just couldn't believe what Mm. I was looking at. Mount Vesuvius was just over the way. It was an incredible sight. Trish, you talked about they take their tradition of hospitality seriously, but this modern day and age, they also are business people and they have high expenses and they have to pay their rent. Uh, So they're not cheap accommodations, but you could say they're good value accommodations. What would you expect to spend for two people with bed and breakfast in a place like these that you're mentioning? Well, in a convent run by nuns where breakfast is served and there are ensuite bathrooms included, I would think it would work out at about 80 euro for two people Mm -hmm. for one room. Now, the nice thing about that is that's what you'd pay for a very stripped-down, basic, humble guest house or one-star hotel. But what you're likely to find in a convent is quite luxurious, if monastic, setting. Yes, that's right. And and they're all different. There is a very upmarket convent in Rome, which you may know, called the Casa di Santa Brigitta. It's in a very beautiful piazza right next to the French embassy. This is probably the most expensive convent in Rome, and when I last checked, I think it was getting up towards 200 euro per night. But the nuns, the nuns are just wonderful, and they wait on the tables, they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Trish Clark. Her book is Good Night and God Bless. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. You can email us at radio at ricksteves.com. And Bill is on the phone from Livermore, California. Hi, Bill. Hi, Rick, and hi, Trish. I I stayed in uh, the Casa Santa Francesca Romana in um, Rome, which is over in the Testevere area. Mm. And uh, it's been several years now with my whole family. And I've kind of kept track. Then they didn't have a website because it was over 10 years ago, but now they have a website. They've added Wi-Fi and televisions and air conditioning, none of which we had then. But it was just very clean, nice accommodations in a great location. We were able to, you know, get over to the forum and walk places without any trouble. And I thought it was a really good value. I would never, it's not like a youth hostel. It's not a real budget thing, although even some youth hostels aren't budget anymore. But Mm -hmm. it was just a fantastic place. And Bill, was it family friendly, would you say? Absolutely. In fact, we had actually scheduled two rooms. And when we got there, each of our rooms had four beds. And there are my wife and my two sons. And so I actually went down and talked to him. I didn't really need two rooms, so mm-hmm. we all 
shared a room, and but it was very big and uh, lots of room, and of course, great views out into the old part of town there in the Testavery. Mm. Trastevere's great, and it's nice yeah, to have a yeah. nice uh, a convent as a home base in Trastevere. Talk about a Roman experience. Absolutely, absolutely. And I did have a question for Trish. Yeah. I would like to know, I just got back from two months mostly in Italy just last week, and I was staying near Cortona in a farmhouse, and we usually do self-catering. But I noticed that in Cortona there's like three convents, and I uh, was wondering... Uh, is it possible to stay more than a few nights in these convents, and can you actually book multiple rooms for friends and so forth? Bill, thank you for that, and I'm sure there would be absolutely no problems. In fact, I think they'd be quite delighted to hear that you wanted to book friends in for more than a few mm-hmm. nights. Yeah. No, oh, fantastic. Hey, you know, Bill, you mentioned Cortona, and I am really so thankful for the convents that are available in Cortona for travelers. Trish, maybe you can remember the one. It's just like a 10-minute walk downhill from the main square, and it's in beautifully set garden, and it's just a, it's sort of a palatial building, easy parking, very friendly, and very inexpensive, right there at the base of Cortona. Yes, I can't think of the name of it, but it's in the book. Yeah, I, I saw it in your book, and I just thought, that is a great place. And uh, but, but the point is, all over Italy, you can find these kind of convents, Bill. So thanks for your call. Okay, thank you very much, Rick. Bye. Bye-bye. Alice is on the phone from Carlsbad, California. Hi, Rick and Trish. Um, Hello, I Alice. just wanted to tell you about a convent we stayed in. I can't remember the name of it, but it was in Sheffaloo in Sicily. Oh, and yes. uh, it was fabulous. It was right on the bay. Oh. And there was a little balcony thing that you could go up to and look out on at night. The rooms were just plain and simple, two twin beds, but it had its own bathroom. The nuns were very cute and friendly and funny, and uh, we loved it. Yeah, because Cefalu is my favorite city in Sicily, and right on the beach with all those colorful boats there, what a delightful uh, situation for you. It was perfect. The only problem was when we were there, one of the nuns died, so then then it was kind of sad. (laughs) Actually, I think the details to that convent are on the Good Night and God Bless website. I think it's just called the Convent of Cefalu, Alice. Oh, okay. Very good. Alice, have you had any more experiences in convents elsewhere? Is that your one time sleeping in a no, convent? No, it's my one time, but I would definitely do it again. In fact, I think they had a sister convent in uh, Palermo. When I saw it, I thought, well, gee, you know, hmm. next time I go to Palermo, I'd stay there. In Palermo? Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. All right, Alice. Well, thanks for your call. Okay, thank you. Well, you bet. I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Trish Clark, and her book is Good Night and God Bless. Now, are most of the convents and monasteries offering just single beds, or would they, like hotels, offer double beds as well? (laughs) If you ask for a single room, then you'll get a single bed, but they're much more with it these days than they were 100 years ago. And (laughs) I think you'll find that that you could even avail yourself of a double bed if you asked for one. People can sleep uh, together in in a convent. I guess that's part of the reality is they just need to rent out those rooms to pay the rent. There's a lot of big buildings that are hard to keep up, and they may have been built in a time when there were more pilgrims coming to town or whatever, but now they've got a lot of empty rooms and a lot of expenses, and there's a lot of demand among travelers to find an affordable option to fancy hotels. That's right, Rick. Trish Clark, author of Good Night and God Bless. God bless you for putting together Good Night and God Bless. Thanks so much, Trish. (laughs) Thank you, Rick. Rick Steves has spent a third of his adult life in Europe researching and writing guidebooks. His classic Europe Through the Back Door teaches the skills of smart travel. Rick Steves' Italy is America's top-selling Italian guidebook. 
at Rick Steves Online Travel Store, you'll also find guides for Rome, Venice, Florence, and Tuscany, and Rick's Italian Phrase Book. To learn more about Rick's guidebooks for Italy and beyond, visit the Travel Store at ricksteves.com.